Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 184 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Tarot for Manifestation. And my special guest is Lucy Morningstar. Welcome, Lucy. Oh, thank you, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be on your show. Well, for people who don't know, you're in Australia, so we're recording this right now. It is like seven in the morning by you, correct? Yes. And for a night hour, this is pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> well, people, so I just want you to know, Lucy is here bright and early just to make this happen. So I so appreciate you being here early in the morning with me, Lucy. Um, and I want to begin asking you this. Um, for people who are unfamiliar with manifestation, before we talk about anything with tarot, can you explain in a sentence or two what manifestation is? What does it mean when people are manifesting? I think the um, the most common um, belief around manifestation or what most people know probably comes from you know the very popular um, documentary The Secrets where you just keep thinking about it and then you will bring whatever you want through your thoughts into physical reality. I think that would be probably the most commonly um, known or definition of manifestation. And how long have you been doing manifesting work on your own? Because I know you're in so this. I am too yes. by the way. Uh, yes I think you know, who doesn't want to just manifest, like make things come to physical reality just by thinking about it, right? So I um, first watched the, the uh, doc- documentary, The Secrets, like um, a couple of years ago. And that's before I even started, before I really knew anything about tarot, before I even started my um, spiritual journey. So at that time, I didn't really know, like I've heard of the term like spiritual development, but I just didn't know what to, how to start. And I was also just coming out of depression. And then a friend just uh, told me, you know, you should check out this, the secret. And then I saw it and um, like, I didn't know like all the people's opinions about it. I think by that time, the secret has been out quite a while. <laughs> I didn't just didn't know about it. And so I didn't know all the like um, negative or positive feedback about the film and what um, um, uh, what's the uh, Abraham Hicks has to do yep. like their own opinion uh, about how the film you know that kind of thing so I just thought hmm you know let me try this you know and I actually found I was really successful in manifesting a car space <laughs> <laughs> so I used to go to shopping centers which I think is called a mall in the US yeah I used to like just drive around and around the car park to find a parking spot, right? Um, and especially one, one that's closer to the entrance to the shops. I used to drive around and around. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to um, manifest a good parking, a, a parking spot. So every time I went to the shopping centers, I would just keep repeating it to myself, Allah, I have the best. I have a good parking spot. I have a good parking spot. And just kept on saying, kept on saying it. And if my kids were with me, I would ask them to say it with me. And sure enough, that was super easy to manifest. I would say like that was my first taste of just thinking about it and come true. And I never had a um, problem finding parking spots just because I was repeating and repeating it. Never have to, like even the first time I tried that technique, 
hugging sport close to the entrance, just, you know, it's just such a totally different experience than having to jump around and around. Um, but then it's totally different story when you say I have a million dollars in my bank account, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. And yeah, we'll probably get to <laughs> more of we'll that. talk about that too. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so funny you, you mentioned about the parking spot because Many, many years ago, I read a book. It was, I, I can't remember the title for the life of me. And it was actually a witchcraft book. And mm. they had a little spell in there for finding a parking spot. And you had to appeal to the goddess squat. I think Lady Rhea might have written this book. But anyhow, what you would say is, squat, squat, find me a spot. And mm. then it would help you to find a spot. And it's, it's also spells are a form of manifestation too. Yeah. supposed to leave a piece of chocolate for the goddess. So uh, the first time I did that, I could not believe I found a great parking spot. And while this may sound so mundane and ridiculous, it just shows that sometimes we do what we're putting out there, our thoughts. We can even manifest these little tiny things. Why not the bigger things? Yeah, yes. It does give you a taste of what can be, right? And I, I like, even though parking spots are really mundane and sounds ridiculous, but however, it really does make a difference in your, in your <laughs> life, right? <laughs> yes. I think, I think finding a, a good parking spot consistently probably makes more difference than if I were to do a spell for, you know, an extra couple hundred of dollars because, you know, you, 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 you get that money and you spend it. It doesn't really make a consistent difference in your life but consistently having a good parking spot every time you go to the shopping center I do think it makes a big difference like for me I don't have kids in the car getting bored and starting to get unhappy because we're just driving around and then I can you know go there find a parking spot that's close to the entrance and when I you know I can get off quickly do my shopping and when I have my whole um trolley of stuff you know the groceries I don't have to walk like you know hundreds of meters to get to my car you know and they are not always that easy to roll around so it does make a difference <laughs> like the silly parking spot i know sometimes it's so funny it's those little silly things though that really do make us feel uh good and positive and when we manifest any kind of a win it's great whether it's something big or it's something small so how did you begin to incorporate carol into your manifestation work yes um it First, like I had to get to know Carol, and I think I really started thinking about like it, um, like as I say, I if I just keep repeating, I have a million dollars in my bank account. It, it doesn't happen. It still hasn't happened. A million dollars in my bank account. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's correct. Not yet. Um, so I really started thinking about you know incorporating uh manifestations through the tarot. As I started painting those artworks, these tarot paintings, the first experience I thought was I was painting the Empress card um, at beginning of last year, because last year was the year of the Empress, Empress, the last year of the year of the Empress, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, I think, you know, I would just harness this energy, this collective energy, because at that time I realized, like, you know, what the heck, I don't have, like, I think my my financial uh, state should be more advanced than where I was now. And how come um, that was not the case, right? And then I realized that because I had a problem like or, or a resistance to receiving. So, like, you know, I, I was not uh, financially poor or anything. I actually was, like, okay. And 
Um, however, I had receipts of re- every time I would receive, you know, uh, money because I have a stream of income that's passive now. Like I don't have to, um, I didn't have to make, you know, do certain hours of work in order to receive a wage, that kind of thing. It came from like, um, you know, from what I built up in the past. But however, every time I received that money, I was telling myself, you know, I didn't work for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, it, I wasn't aware of, I was, you know, subconsciously thinking these thoughts. It's only later on that I realized that. But, um, you know, for a long time when I was receiving this money, I had the thought that at that time I was unconscious of thinking I didn't deserve this. I didn't work for this. Like I didn't earn it. Um, I didn't physically do any work to earn that portion of income because as you grow up, you kind of think that you do certain hours of work and you receive a wage or a salary, right? And <laughs> the passive kind where you didn't have to do anything to earn that part of the money, you didn't earn it, right? So that was my belief then. So when the money came in, I didn't feel I deserve it. And also, and then now I could see it. I also realized that I was had resistance of asking for help. So mm-hmm. um, if someone like uh, offered to even my ex-husband when I really needed to go somewhere and I needed him to look after the kids um and he said okay and then I was still like I didn't like his attitude of of like um thinking that he was helping me kind of want you like the the ego power conscious power say you know I already look after the kids, you know, seven days a week. It was like, what the heck if we just come for a few hours when I had to do things. But now I realize he's, um, you know, how I, how I perceive his attitude is actually a reflection of what I thought of myself inside right. because I didn't think I deserved the help, um, you know. So <laughs> basically I was just seeing a mirror reflection of my inner self. Now, now I now I could see it, but before then I didn't know. So by the time I painted the Empress card, I had started to realize that I had the resistance to receiving. I'm receiving money, receiving help. I basically just receiving anything anyone or the universe wanted to uh, give me. And when I had that resistance, I also wasn't. Uh, fully present or grateful for what I already have because there's the resistance to thinking that I didn't deserve it, right? And I think that's um, that comes back to why it was so easy to manifest the car park because there was no part of me that didn't think I deserve a good parking spot. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it would be really funny, ridiculous to think that I didn't deserve a good parking spot. Like there was just like no resistance. So it was, right. I think, so I thought it, I, I got it. Um, but when it comes to receiving more income, more help, more support, I had the resistance. So when I painted the Empress card, I just really wanted to open myself up to receiving. Um, so the Empress, you know, we had the um, the zodiac in the sky, right? Receiving from the universe, you know, whatever the cosmos, the universe is to bless um, upon us, I'm open to receive. And all the gifts from the earth, right? Um, from above and below, like, you know, heaven and heaven and hell, <laughs> heaven and earth, you know, whatever, um, you know, that's good for me, I am open to receive. So that painting, when I painted it, it was really for me to 
I was telling myself I want to be open to receiving. And actually, when I painted the painting, it took me a couple of weeks to get to the painting. I think that's a reflection also of my um, inner resistance to the receiving, what I wanted actually to embody. So, and and this year, um, it's the year of the emperor. So yeah. I started hanging. So I hang the emperor painting and the empress painting just, you know, in my living room, in my studio where I walk past every day, I could see it. And with the emperor, what I really wanted to, um, well, probably we should go back to the empress, like what change it has made because it's been like uh, more than a year. Oh, like I, like, I think when it comes to manifestation, how I talk about uh, the Kaaba was easy to manifest because I didn't have the resistance and the million dollars so hard to manifest because I had so much resistance to not receiving. But I like my income has actually, um, well, not not yet doubled, but almost. Wow. Yes. And the universe is so much about fertility. Yes. And I've been producing so much work. Mm-hmm. I have been, you know, as you know, I've been, you know, producing this series of oil paintings um, that we are doing. And also with Anthony's um, yeah. Modern Love Tarot, I have completed the 78 um, hand-painted, you know, oil pastel paintings in a, in a year. And the creativity, you know, receiving the inspiration. And I think probably my old style would think, you know, because with that, um, the Modern Love Tarot, Anthony would give me a brief of, you know, her vision, what she wanted. And I painted probably <laughs> my old self, the non-deserving thought would say, you know, it's really all her idea. You had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was that critical of myself. Like I could still, uh, you know, see, see how I would think of myself. But I can tell you my mindset is totally different. And the fact that I am talking to you on, the, on Tarot Bites, really is myself opening up to receiving and also cultivating the self-confidence that when I am receiving all the goods and all the uh, blessings and all the abundance, I have, I am becoming um, fulfilled. It's like a cup that's being filled and full so that I have more, that's like um, overflowing, like the blessings and the creativity, the confidence, um, everything's become overflowing, not like I have to really use my will to dig up things and afterwards feeling depleted. It's like in a more um, producing and interacting with the world from more like um, overflowing of uh, blessing kind of way. So I think, um, so when it comes to manifestation, we often think about you think something and you just instantly like appear in a physical form. But I think so much more important is manifesting the um, the inner change in your, um, you know, to align your subconscious, like the inner change is so much more important. And then the physical, um, it doesn't just happen out of thin air, but it starts to tickle down when you uh, align your inner state through that um, working with tarot. And I think tarot is just such a fantastic tool mm-hmm. for that. It is. And you've got, you've gotten all these insights through painting the tarot. Mm. So let's say I'm not a painter and I just do a painter. And you said something about that you put them where you could see them. 
And yes. it would walk past them every day. And that would help you to manifest that energy. So if I was somebody, again, not a painter, and let's say I wanted to manifest a, a new job, what would you recommend? What would be the ritual? What would I do with tarot to help me stay focused so I can manifest a new job? I think like you don't have to make a painting, but if you even you just use um, collage or anything, any kind, I, I, I like I think the simplest thing is you decide which card that would be good for you to manifest a new job or the, or the kind of job that you like, right? Um, I think we have just to, uh, I think first you need to be clear on what kind of job you like, you know, um, because if you're just looking for the income, but what if it takes away all your time from your family, right? So get a little bit, get clearer on the type of job that you like Think about all aspects, right? Because you have to, I think you need to be more clear with your intention. It's like the car park. You want a good parking spot, right? Not one that's like far away, like you have to walk five, 10 minutes to, to, <laughs> to get to. So be um, clear on the, you know, the kind of job that you like, um, whether you want to work from home or you want to uh, go work in the office where you, you can interact face to face with people because different people like, different things right and then decide on a card um that you like and if you don't like feeling doing any kind of crafts you put out the card that represent you know the kind of job that you like and just take a minute or two really think about it and see um whatever symbol that is in the card that actually represent what you want and just put it on your outer stick it on the side of your computer um so every time you go there you actually see it because um, I think Damien Eccles talked about it in some of his uh, YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Like, why, you know, those, those sigils, it doesn't make any sense. Or, um, you know, even visual language, because um, that's, that probably doesn't make sense to your left brain. Um, he even said those strange sigils doesn't make any sense to you. Actually work the best because they tap into um, the, the unconscious or the subconscious, yes. the archetypal reality. And... You don't have to, in this reality, the physical reality or your um, left brain, really like, no, this means blah, blah, blah in words. But that if not knowing, not thinking about it with your left hand actually opens you up, give more energy to your subconscious um, to understand what that means, to condition your subconscious to know what that means and align yourself towards it. So, so what happens if you just, walk past it and see it every day, you kind of, your subconsciously align yourself towards that. And if you want to go a little bit, you know, do a little bit crafty, you can just print out a photo of yourself and see, you know, um, print out some images that you can find on Google or magazine cutouts that represent the kind of job that you like, you know, in terms of working from home right. or office, income, time away, and just put it on a, you know, piece of paper and just collage and stick it on and then, Put it somewhere that you may walk past and see it a couple of times a day. Yeah. And I love your, our, your creative way of doing this, that I, uh, the idea of incorporating some type of art or craft with the tarot uh, to help you with your manifestation. Because I'm also a believer that I'm very visual. Looking at things helps. I've got a lot of things around me that are all about manifesting. But also sometimes getting your hands on it can help too. So one of the things I'd also like to ask you, my last question, um, do you think there's some situations that might be too 
difficult to manifest? Do you think there's something that can make it very hard for a person to manifest the thing they want? I mean, you already stated about being clear about what you want, but what about mm-hmm. if your life is really in a terrible situation? What do you say to that? Because I know there's people that sometimes say, well, you can't manifest this or that or, you know, whatever because of oppression or life circumstances. So any advice yeah. on that? Um, I'm not sure how good I could speak to that, but from my personal experience, I would, I would say anything comes from an inner change first. Like one of the things that would be absolutely ridiculous or impossible, probably from your perspective, you, did, you would think that's easy because that's how you are. Like I was a very not focused, like I wouldn't say focused, but non-structured person. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, just before, like a couple of months before, if like I would just go around my day um, or go from day to day, just doing what I feel like that day. I had no plan, um, nothing whatsoever. So I, but I did hear about, you know, um, I think you and Anthony talked about it in one of your um, YouTube sh- um, mm-hmm. um, video together, how, you know, advice for entrepreneurs and business people that you have to have a plan, know what you're doing yep. and, and structure your day. That's how you get to be so productive, like, mm-hmm. right? And and I listened to that, I think, twice or three times. And every time I try to, you know, I'm going to start doing planning my day, planning my week ahead, you know, let's just start with the day or the week. But I couldn't, I was unable to stick to my plan. Um or even the planning, I would think it just takes so much effort and energy to plan. I might just get to do what I think I want to do at this moment. So if like two years ago, you tell me that I would be planning, I would think you're like, you're ridiculous. It's not going to happen. I'm not that kind of person. I am more of the spontaneous go with the flow kind of person. I am creative. I come with, uh, with ideas all the time and I'm just going to do that. But I also like the reason I was attracted to tarot was because it was a structure and I, I intuitively knew I needed more structure in my life. So, however, even I looking at myself now, I plan, um, I have the, the Benabel's, you know, the, yes. the metaphysical um, thing. And I started planning like just a couple of months ago, I started planning Every Monday, first thing I do is plan the week ahead. And I actually stick to my word and do it. Like, yeah. well, probably not 100%, but um, most definitely 90 to 80%. You know, probably 90% of the time, I would do what I do and, and I planned it. And if you would tell me a year ago um, that I would plan, I would say you're like crazy. It's not going to happen. But, you know, it's unthinkable for me, but that just happened because at the beginning of this year, I decided to embody the emperor. I want to yes. set up structure in my life, you know, and continue working in that um, confidence. I want to claim my earthly power. I want to claim my power. I want to be the sovereign in my own domain. I want to be the king in my own domain. And that comes with keeping my own word to myself, you know. Um, because if I am the boss, then I, like the, 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 the soldier part of me has to listen to the boss. You mm-hmm. do what I tell you and have a structure that everyone can operate, you know, within. And that actually 
um, then opens up to my productivity, my creativity, and it saves so much time and energy figuring out what what you do. So I think it was probably um, from a lot of people's point of view, it's like you know it's not difficult enough. Like you are not being really oppressed by outside forces or whatever. But for my personal experience, it was impossible. Like for my whole life, you know, over 30 years of life, I didn't, other than structure that a school imposed on me was when I was in school terms or had to go to work, I had no structure and it would be impossible for me to plan. And I am not doing it. So I think with every change we want to see, it comes back to really aligning that inner state, um, yeah. the manifestation comes from like you know the four levels of reality you had to bring it that bring it to the um the aura the ethereal that means like aligning your subconscious first like you have to subconsciously somehow align with what you really want and then it started to tickle down to the physical i i think that's how it works with you know from my experience what you want to manifest really has to come from the inside out it's an inside what do you job. think it's an yes, inside it job I really believe that too you know before we got on the recording we were talking about becoming a morning person and mm. for me to become a morning person it really meant rewiring every bit of my thinking mm. and forcing myself to get in the habit of waking up early and even other things in my life you know I've I've had to really change the way I think about things in order to get things moving so it does yeah. start from the inside and then the outside can take place and sometimes too it's also having a good sense to ask for help you know which yes. is easy I'm very independent but learning how to do that too has been a really big part of helping me to move forward towards the goals that are important to me and I want to say something about planning I think planning is very magical yes. every week I sit down and I plan my week and I think that that doesn't only give me a list of things to check off but also it allows me to look ahead at what I want my week to look like. And I mm. think that puts me in a mindset then of really helping me to map out uh, and attract the things that I really want. So I think there's real magic to planning. Yes. Yes, there is. I have started to see there was <laughs> there is real magic to planning. And, you know, I think I want to say to all the creative people out there who think they're just spontaneous people, they have so many ideas and they just go with the flow, you know, um, try this out because I was totally one of these people and planning has really changed my life, my daily life and my, you know, bigger life for the, for the much better. I agree a thousand percent with that. So I think planning is also the very big part of manifestation. So yes, I want to thank you so much for spending time and sharing your story and your wisdom with me uh, today, Lucy, and getting up early to do this with me. So <laughs> thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank and you people, so much. <laughs> no, you're, I'm just delighted. And if people want to know more about you, where can they find you on the web? Where can they learn about your work and all the wonderful things you're up to? Okay, so my website is lucymorningstar.art and my Instagram handle is the same, lucymorningstar.art and if you go on YouTube and search that same uh, name, you will find me too. So I am very uh, easy to find. <laughs> yes, you are easy to find and you are a delight and I think everybody needs to get to know more about you and to check out your amazing, amazing art. I am such a fan of your work. So thank oh, you. Thank you so much, Teresa. It's 
such an honor to be on your show. And it is an honor to have you here with me today, too. Oh. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, too, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, tons of books, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and so many other things for you to check out. So get over there and enjoy it. And I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And I want to remind you, if you like the podcast, do me a favor, get over to iTunes, leave a nice review, because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, Pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.